Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. I to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Greetings, brothers and sisters. We're here with another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast with Brother Tim Dodd. Today we'll be discussing some updates on the Message Hub, both the website and mobile application. We've recently, as it was announced by Brother Tim Dodd, added about seven new languages. And today we have a special guest that we're going to talk to to get more insight about how and why we're where we are today. Brother Tim Dodd. Thank you, Brother Jean. It's good to be back again this week. And I'll have to say welcome to you, Brother Jean. So for everybody that's listening, this will be the first podcast with our new producer, uh, contributor, Brother Jean Manassi <laughs> Poabu. And Brother Jean has been a part of the team here at Cloverdale Bible Way for some time. He's a minister and uh, also labors with us in other areas. So welcome to the podcast, Brother Jean. Thank you, Brother Tim. Happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. Brother Mark Ajo, as you heard on the last podcast, has gone in a different direction now. And so this is still the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast and still about missions. And we're going to keep pursuing that direction if, as long as the Lord will allow us. Yes, sir. So we're here today, as Brother Jean has mentioned, to particularly, we're particularly excited that we have added seven languages to the Message Hub mobile app. And these languages are, if I can specify, Arabic for the worldwide uh, consuming audience of that language, Afanaromo, which is out of Ethiopia, Ateso and Karamajong out of Uganda, Hungarian out of Hungary, Burundi out of the country of Burundi, and Shona out of the country of Zimbabwe. So these are all countries that are benefiting now from the tools that are available on the Message Hub app. And that is the app that connects the Bible to the message. And it's a unique app in that way in that the Bible and the message each have links that will cross-reference between each other. So if somebody is using the Bible, uh, reading the Bible, they'll be able to see a, a link there that will take them to what Brother Branham has spoken about that scripture, and vice versa. If somebody's in the message, they'll see links that will take them to the scriptures that Brother Branham is talking about. So this is a Message Hub mobile app, and we've added seven languages, and people are excited. I'm already getting feedback. Many are excited about these new languages, bringing, to the, bringing the total number to 46 languages we have on the Message Hub mobile app. But before we go any further... We have, as Brother Jean has mentioned, a special guest today. Uh, at least he's special to us. It's Brother Darren Hoffman. And uh, he's the uh, leader of the team of programmers, technicians, everybody that works on the Message Hub website, the Message Hub apps. Uh, Brother Darren oversees all of it and is the main program main programmer. So welcome, Brother Darren Hoffman. Mm, thanks, Brother Tim. Glad to be here. Good to have you with us. Brother Darren's been involved from the very beginning of the work on the Message Hub. And before we get into the apps, we should maybe talk about the Message Hub because it goes back to even before my time at Cloverdale Bible Way. 
and my involvement in missions here. And that goes all the way back. Should we go all the way back to the kiosk and, and the work that was done initially? Oh, I can go back even further than that. Okay. Take us all the way back to the beginning. <clears throat> okay. So, um, for, for me, this really all started back in 1998, uh, when our church, uh, joined with, uh, another church down for a missions conference down in Phoenix, Arizona in 1998. And we released our new website. And on this website, uh, we made a big announcement that Brother Branham, his, his, te- or sorry, his audio was now available to the world free of charge. Anybody could just download off our website and have access to it. Uh, but at that time, part of the website was translations that were on it. Just a bunch of PDFs in numerous languages. And in the back of my mind, when we created the website, I thought, this is great, but if you don't speak English, how are you going to find these? So it was like a seed that was planted way back then before, yeah. you know, like nine years before uh, the message hub came into uh, fruition. So um, we come all the way back up to 2007 when Brother Biscoll has this, you know, this desire, this burden to be able to um, have a kiosk where people can select any message and basically it's on-demand printing which is what we really have now. And so that's kind of the genesis of the thought was a kiosk. But at that time, the idea of a kiosk, logistically, <clears throat> excuse me, logistically, it was a lot of work to figure out how we're we going to, we had to build these kiosks. We have to now transport them. We have to support them. There were some issues with even just the printers of that day, what we could use to be able to print the books. And um, so we had, we had gathered, you know, a group of men, we gathered and we decided, okay, what are we going to do? Well, we thought, well, the best thing to do is to build a website that would be accessible to the whole world and they would provide their own printers, be able to print the books on demand. And that's where we changed our direction. Instead of producing kiosks, we decided, well, let's do print stations mm-hmm. where it would include a printer, cutter, stapler, and uh, various tools for the people to be able to print the books themselves. And... So that's kind of how the, the, the vision kind of morphed into what it is today. Okay. Um, the me- so that's the website that we know is uh, yes. messagehub.info. Correct. So if people, I'm sure most people are aware of it, but it's www.messagehub.info, I-N-F-O. And that's where they can access all the 87 languages that are available and all the translations that are available. Now let me just say, Brother Darren, before you carry on, Congratulations, we've passed the 16,000 message uh, translation number on that website. That's a phenomenal mm-hmm. number of translations, and that's probably, not probably, that is about 50% more translations of the message than are on any other website. Mm-hmm. So God bless you for your labors. So that's that was the genesis, that was the beginning around 2007, which was the missions convention. Yes. Uh, and and then from there, as you made the website, um, now I'll just say this for the benefit of the hearer is that we find we have done different things over the years, not just as the kiosk w- was attempted, but also we've run, um, I've run a, uh, um, a test or a pilot project with tablets and uh investigating, you know, what would it take to put the message hub on a tablet and make that available to people. And our, our basic um, 
result of all of our hardware uh, experiments is that we'll stick with the software and we'll let anybody else do the hardware. Yes. <laughs> hardware has a number of issues for various reasons. If there are always issues, it's in the hardware. And so we are working hard on the software side of things so that people can load it onto any device that they have. So we had a message hub uh, in 2007. How long did it take? Well, I, I guess I it was when I became involved here, but Brother, Bra Brother Biskel began to have this thoughts about um, the, what we called at that time, the Bible app, or mm -hmm. the, maybe you can take us there. <clears throat> okay. So <clears throat> the, um, the Bible app was for the, the Chinese Bible app. The brother Murphy Wong and others were working on making corrections to the thousands of errors that were in the, uh, the Chinese union Bible. And so in the process of time, they came to a point where, the Bible, the Chinese King James Version Bible, was now ready to share with it, with others. And so uh, Brother Murphy, he wanted to have an app that he could load the Bible onto. People in China, they use their smartphones very much every day, and he figured that was the medium to use to get the Bible into the hands of the people. And so what we did then is we took the Chinese Bible and then what we did behind the scenes is we tucked in all the Chinese messages. So to people, it was portrayed as being a Bible app with commentary. And so it was the same thing. Here's, here's the Bible. Well, here's some links on the right-hand side. Click on the link. And what was it? It was quotes and messages of Brother Branham. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about um, producing that. And that was just a special app just for China. And... We were in a, uh, the pastor study, and the thought came up, well, if we can do this for Chinese, we can do this for any language. I remember you talking to me about that. Yeah. Uh, that became a meeting. Yes. So we had decided that, well, let's, let's pursue this. Let's build an app that can handle all the languages or as many languages as possible. Some, some languages are harder to support. Um, some very, there are some very obscure uh, languages, especially Asian languages, that are hard to put onto an app. Um, but as time goes on, we're able to add those. Uh, so that's that's how the then the, the mobile app started. We started with Android because we felt that was the device of choice. It was less expensive than the iPhone. Uh, it was available around the world. We felt okay, this was the right approach to go. And just for the people to know, you know, the the iOS or the Apple phone, iPhone is a very, uh, uh, from a very, um, how can we say, uh, used device in North America. It's very popular in North America and in the Western world, and it's a very expensive phone. But in the poorer countries, the phone of use is an Android phone. And so as we were mainly targeting languages that were in the poorer countries, it, that became our obvious emphasis was the Android app. And later we would add an iOS app, but at that time Android was the way to go because it covered 90 plus percent of the countries that we were interested mm -hmm. in getting the message into. But carry on now. Now let me, um, actually before I let you carry on, let me go back to a comment you made. Character sets and putting 
I remember the Myanmar language and the wrestling we had with the Myanmar language. Yes. Uh, these some of these Asian character sets. Why so difficult? Like I'm I'm a layman. I'm not a programmer. I, I don't know anything about it. Why are they so hard to get uh, on the on a computer program or an app? Well, some of the languages just aren't supported by the Android operating system. Even languages today aren't. Mm. Some of the languages we produce we released recently don't support aren't supported in Android. So yeah. unfortunately, what they're going to just get the language that the device is in. Um, we do have plans to overcome that, though, in uh, a new version of the app. Um, yeah, it was difficult. I mean, you, it must have been hard for you, you know, as, as a programmer to wrestle with these issues. Um, we're not just talking Myanmar, maybe Vietnamese. It might be Cambodian or Laos or, or uh, Cambodian's Khmer, but Laos is la the Lao language. And these all of these different characters, it's almost like hieroglyphics. It is. Um, one thing that has saved us um, is Google Translate. Okay. That helps, especially when we're dealing with Bibles, trying to map the King James Bible with the, the uh, other language Bibles. Um, but the, the thing that's special about Myanmar that is different from most other languages is that the characters that make up a word, it, to the human eye, it looks like a single character. But behind the scenes, it's multiple. Right. So when you try and copy and paste it, are you are you copying and pasting the whole thing or just part of it? And then any, anything to do with trying to do highlighting or text selection gets to be now a nightmare. Thinking, okay, am I am I hitting the very beginning of that compound letter, or am mm -hmm. I somewhere in the middle? Uh, so we were because the Android app doesn't have text highlighting yet of the message, it wasn't as big of a deal. We got around it and we added Myanmar to the Android app. Um, now today, just want to clarify, these: all these new languages have been added to the Android app, not to the iOS app yet. iOS has, the way it was implemented, has some, has some shortcomings in the, in the language that it supports. Um, but we do have plans of right now to rebuild so that iOS can handle all these languages. Okay. So. See some background noise happening here. Was that my computer that did that? All right. Turn that volume down there. <laughs> <clears throat> so we did overcome, overcome Myanmar. Um, so we'll be able to add that to iOS eventually. Um, and I guess I'll just interject this right here or inject this right here is that we haven't done a lot of upgrading on the Android app. And someone pointed out that we haven't done an upgrade since like 2018 or something. And I feel bad. Uh, there are just so many things that goes on behind the scenes on the message hub that there's always something to do. There's, there's never any dull moments around here. And it's always seems I, 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 I call the Android app the poor cousin because it doesn't, once we had it up and running, we can get the language on it. You know, we we kind of neglected it, and I feel bad for all the Android users because I I do get a lot of very good reviews on it. People are very happy to have it in their hands. They say it's the greatest app. And I'm thinking, oh my, it's you know, it's, that's that's quite a compliment for something that I know in myself. I wish it could do a lot more. So give these people <clears throat> good news. Give them good news. Give them good news. Well, what's <clears throat> coming down the pipe? Well, we're, I'm right now currently rebuilding the Android app. It's going to have all the 
same features the iOS. You'll be able to do text selection on the on the message and the Bible. You'll be able to do the bookmarks. Um, we're looking at, and we've started this on another project, a side project that we're working on, is to be able to people have an account on the app so they can share their settings between different devices. So if you're on your phone, you can highlight some text. Then you can go to your tablet, and th- that highlighting will appear on your tablet. So it'll uh, include highlighting. You didn't mention highlighting. Mentioned bookmarks, but you didn't say highlighting. Did I not say highlighting? No. <clears throat> I mean, it was a, I said text selection. Okay, so yes, highlighting in multiple colors, just like the Bible. But um, for highlighting the the message text, though, it's going to be we've broken the text up into into segments. So you can tap on a segment, highlight it, copy it, share it. Uh, some different features there. Um, you know what? I'll just say you're not a very good salesman. I'm not. No, you you get I'm, too well, I'm not te- sal- you get too technical. Just tell them there's highlighting. Just tell them there's highlighting. <laughs> That's all they need to hear. I'm excited for highlighting. Well, the well, thing is, for, for highlighting is I see other apps... And I think, well, that's that's a that's a very big highlight. It doesn't let me highlight the the specific thing I really want. So I thought, well, I don't want to have these big selections. So I we've narrowed it down to smaller chunks so that you can have more definitive highlighting on what you really want to highlight. So sure. but right. uh well hey, just to get highlighting and everything, the update that's coming on the Android app, do you have any time frame for that? That's <laughs> that's uh an easy question to answer. <laughs> uh, well, well, maybe that that'll lead into another segment. This this stuff doesn't happen by by snap of a finger. No, um, you know you've got a team that you work with, and a number of brothers and sisters that help you on different aspects, whether it be the website or whether it be the programming of the apps or whatever it might be. Um, tell us a little bit about what it takes to get some of this stuff done. Okay, well, it's only been in the last two or three years that have actually had help and just haven't found, you know, you're, you're looking for somebody to help you and there's just nobody, nobody um, comes around. You think, okay, well, I just have to keep plugging away. And so that's, that's one reason why progress was slow. Cause um, just to give you an idea, there are five websites that we use for the message hub and two apps, Android and iOS. So, there's always work that needs to be done, maintenance, new features, not to mention adding new languages. Because adding a new language can take a lot of work to find a Bible, an appropriate Bible, and then we have to capture that somehow and <laughs> make it available on the app. And I just did um, the uh, the Bible for Karundi, uh-huh. and I would say probably about 30 to 40 hours of my time to be able to get that into a usable format. And I think that people need to hear that because, you know, to understand that there's a lot of work constantly going on behind the scenes when they look at the finished product, whether it's the app or whether it's the website. And I think Cloverdale Bible Way has always maintained one of the better websites, whether it comes to services and archiving or missions part or articles or podcasts and all those kind of things that go into it or presentations and all of the things that people find on our website there's a lot of work that goes behind every component of that. And in order to make it nice where they can just click and easily find their way from one place to another or just download an app or just go into the app and click that, there's hours and hours. And just to load one Bible, now there's 46 languages on the Android app, to load one Bible in one language took you 30 to 40 hours. Okay, that's unusual though. 
So, so generally, I get I have one website where I can get my Bibles from, and it's maybe like an hour or two total. Um, but then some Bibles, they, their verses don't match up very well to the English. A lot of Bibles are based maybe on the Hebrew Bible, and so there's just a few differences there. So those are easy to map the King James to those Bibles. Um, but when we did the the Latvian Bible and another one, there was hundreds of differences. Mm. And uh, I used to do this all painstakingly by hand just to try to match it all up. And then I thought, you know, this is just getting too confusing. So I actually built a web page now that does all the mapping for us and speeds things up immensely. But, you know, that took a lot of time. Um, but the benefits of that now is um, when I bring in a new Bible, mapping the verses is a lot quicker. And again, the, the mapping the verses between the two Bibles is important because if someone's reading the message in one language, they want to see what Brother Brenham said in their Bible, but he's quoting the King James Version. So you have to make sure that they're reading the verses that are related to the King James Version. That's why we have to do this mapping behind the scenes. Right, right. Let, let me just rephrase that for you. So if, if uh, say, in the Lutheran Bible, if we say it that way, if John 3.16 included John 3.15 in one verse, you, ha- you have to separate those so that it's properly mapped out in line with the way the King James numbers it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but again, it's, it, nobody sees that. It's, yeah. it's, it's transparent to everybody, so that's all done behind the scenes. And when we pull that information out of the app and present it to the user, they're just going to see it like, oh, this is the Bible. And if you click on one of those verses, it'll take you to where Brother Branham mentioned you know, both of those verses, because in the King James, they'd be combined. So it's right. the thing that we've done on, on, a lo- on a lot of these fronts is to th- make things simple, either for the end users or simple for the translators. Um, I'd just like to insert something else here now. Mm-hmm. Something that we um, were able to achieve, oh, I'm not even sure how many years ago it was now, but probably about what, 20, like eight years ago, eight, nine years ago, 2014 possibly, is that when the books were formatted for printing, they were done manually. Mm-hmm. And so Brother Kim Dingwall, who used to be, um, in missions years ago, yeah. he would get a group of people and each person would be signed a particular message and say, okay, I want you to, I want you to format this message in this paper size, you in this paper size, you in this paper size. And so it was a lot of work. And so a little inspiration came and I thought, well, there's got to be a way to automate this. And so behind the scenes, we were able to take the text, format it. I'll just, I'll say it, it was for I formatted it like a web page. And basically, what it, it, that's exactly what it is. I format the messages as a web page. I don't know if you want to give away all your trade secrets, you know. Well, yeah. well the thing is, I've, I've been thinking about this, you know, because I'm, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And I'm thinking, and I've, I've been discussing this with, with just different ones who, I mean, um, I'm involved in a lot of areas. And I'm thinking, well, I would like the younger generation to get involved and participate. And I think, well, you know, if I passed off the scene and I didn't share this, I think, well, that'd be an injustice. And uh, I think that's a valid point. I just don't think this is the venue to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nevertheless, it, it is interesting content. Um, I'm just saying that uh, some of the details, I think, will be lost on a lot of people. And, and okay. I think for our listeners, you know, 
um, it's important that they realize that, you know, these things that, that these little innovations that you come up with are really almost inspirational in themselves. Uh, so we have, uh, you know, just, and, and my emphasis is this, the body has many joints that supply mm -hmm. <clears throat> and God gives inspiration to those members of the body. And I've always looked at you, brother Darren, as Moses looked at those that God inspired with wisdom when they built the tabernacle, mm -hmm. God gave Moses the blueprint to build the tabernacle, but there had to be men that God anointed with wisdom of how to make every little intricate piece, how to make it all fit together, how to, how to put it all together so that they could take it down for traveling and all of those kind of things that Moses didn't design those. No. Moses just gave them the overall picture. And I think that that's what we're seeing here. And I want to emphasize that to the listener is that these gifts that are in the body are not just ministers. There's every, the Bible says the the body in Ephesians 4, that the body will be matured until er, the body edifies itself in love, each joint supplying unto the body. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, but uh, I think that's what we're seeing here. It's that God raised you up for purpose, Brother Darren, and inspires you mm -hmm. with answers to these needs. Well, I guess I guess I, sh I won't, shouldn't go into such detail as that. But the one I the one I uh, what I wanted to kind of emphasize was in, in in the back of my mind is that translators would wait years for their book to be available, mm -hmm. whereas now with the hub, they can upload it and within minutes it's available for download, and not have it. not even have to wait months for you know a group of people to format them in respective formats but now they're available in minutes for people to download around the world. Uh, and here's, I'll give you a classic example. Just today, I, I was contacted by the brother in Pakistan who had uploaded three Urdu books. Mm -hmm. All I did was go to the button that says publish, I have access to. I published those three messages and within minutes they were available in Pakistan to be printed mm -hmm. in all of the formats yes. that are automatically generated. Right. And, and that's a phenomenal thing. Like, I don't think people really understand. That's that's like glory, hallelujah, every time you do it, you know, just to think that instantly, they, they upload it from there, instantly with the press of a button, the system just puts it into these six different formats and they can print in A4, they can print eight and a half by 11, they can print in A5 format, they can print full page, mm -hmm. they can look at the web, uh, on the on the website, everything. So God bless you, brother Darren, for all of these, all of these innovations that you've incorporated over time into the website. Amen. So this, um, if I can just say, the website is constantly renewed, um, and I think you're working on an update to the website as well. We're working on a lot of <laughs> working on a lot of updates. Um, and over to my left, our, our brother, Jean is actually one of the brothers that does help me. Mm -hmm. And right now we're working on a new version of the message hub website, um, that is going to include, um, certain aspects of the message hub mobile app where you can go and you can search the message, search the Bible. You'll have the cross references in that. Um, there'll be more features to that as well. Um, we're planning on having the ability for people to create an account so that again, they're highlighting their bookmarks will now be able to be available on the web 
on their mobile device, on their tablet. Um, I think a lot of apps are going, a lot of programs like word processing and different things are going to online versions. And that's kind of where we're heading as well. Well, well they have the online versions because then people don't have to buy the full license and, and then be tied down to a particular computer, whether it's on. So yeah. So if you can, if you don't have your tablet or device with you, you can go into any computer, log onto the, the website and all of your information is, is right there right, for right. them to use. It's very valuable. And, and we should emphasize there's no cost to any of this. No. Anybody who wants to have an account or download the app, whether it be Android, iOS, or there's also a windows version of the message hub operated out of Divine Love Fellowship in Tucson, Arizona. And, uh, and uh, you know, we'll, uh, we appreciate them, the labors of Brother Andrew Schuler down there in putting together that on the Message Hub, for the Message Hub, for people to have right on their computers. But once we go to online, as you say, then people will be able to access it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll be a tremendous thing. And, and uh, all of these different whether it be the website or whether it be the apps, they're all free. Our, our object is to get the message into the hands of the people, make it available in their country, in their language, wherever they are, because that partly fulfills the vision that this gospel must be preached in all the world, and then shall the end come. It's our, that's our objective. There is a website that is behind the scenes, and maybe we'll talk about that for just a moment. Um, most people don't see it because it's the translator website. And uh, we've seen you do um, upgrades and innovations to that website. And, and what this is, is this is where the translators log into to upload their translations, and they can also make changes. And uh, that's one of the wonderful things about the way the Message Hub operates, is that when a message is uploaded and put into a format for people to print, it's not written in stone. That is to say, if it's found to have an error, that the translator can immediately log back in, change the error, and the message can be republished, which redistributes it immediately with the corrected text. Correct. And uh, you've put a lot of time into the translator site, and I think it's been a very, very valuable tool for translators. Yeah, the, uh, the translator website was... That was the transition where we went away from having a group of people format all the books, now allow people to enter the information uh, directly into the website and format it. And once again, once it's published within a matter of minutes, it's available on the website for people to download, download anywhere on the world. So it's to me, it's been, um, it's been a great blessing for me to even be a part of all of this. And I uh, just want to be very thankful to the Lord for the opportunity to do it. Not just a blessing to you here, but you're connected to all of this work eternally. I think often of, and I don't have a lot of involvement with the message hub uh, behind the scenes other than uh, administering the connection of translators to it. But uh, when I think of somebody getting a translation and being blessed by it, and the work that you brothers have saved the translator get that book into the hands of their people. It's, it's beyond description. There's no words, Brother Darren, for me to say the appreciation. I often will just ponder that. 
somebody being blessed by a message book, and you're connected to that, and all of the laborers are connected to that throughout eternity. Somebody will be coming up to you in heaven saying, thank you for doing what you did. And it was truly a great blessing and, and increased the stature of Jesus Christ within me. God bless you abundantly, Brother Darren. That is a wonderful thing. And so the message hub in itself is has become a tremendous tool around the world in the hands of God to put the message into the hands of the bride. I, I was recently contacted by some brothers from Zimbabwe just said, please do all you can. And, and we just released the Shona language. And, and I texted one of the brothers to kind of get him to spread the news to, to the rest of the brothers that it was now available in Shona. And his response was, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. He was just <laughs> so excited. He just put that all in text, all of those oh my's. He was just thrilled to see it, and, and they're just thrilled to get it. And we find the same all over the world. I'm just leaving next week for Ethiopia, and I'll, I'll get the response from them now that it's in their language of Afanaromo, which is the largest language in the country, not the main language, but the largest um, population speaks Afanaromo. Um, the brothers in Uganda, of course, now having a Teso and Karamajong in their languages all of those things, Brother Darren. And I will say, the next podcast we plan on doing is with Brother Jason DeMars, who is a missionary that does work, is doing and sponsoring the work of translation in Arabic. Right. And he was thrilled when he heard that we've got Arabic up and running on the message. Oh. So we look forward to having him probably on the very next podcast. Wonderful. Amen. Brother Darren, before we close it off, it's a privilege to be a part of this message. How long have you been in the message? Uh, going on 33 years. What year would that be? 1990. 1990. And you've raised your family? Yes. Ended the church here. Anything you want to say in appreciation for what God's done for you? I just feel very blessed uh, for the opportunity God has given me. I mean, I would never have known that, you know, even before I came to the message and I was, you know, I was doing, you know, computer programming and everything, I would never have thought mm -hmm. that I would be here where I am now right. and the things that God has allowed me to do. And, and I just feel very privileged and very humbled that he's allowed me to do these things that, you know, for his, his bride to be blessed around and not just here, but around the world. Amen. And I just, very humbling. And I just thank, thank God for the opportunity. Amen, Brother Darren. Appreciate that so much. And I appreciate you being open and sharing that with us. You know, I think when we get on the other side, I've often said to people, when we get on the other side, we will really see who accomplished something for the Lord when the rewards are given out. And we don't do it for rewards. No. We do it because we love the Lord. And the fact that he gives us an opportunity gives you an opportunity to be a key component of a worldwide outreach with the greatest message that has struck the earth mm -hmm. since the Lord Jesus Christ. Bring the fulfillment 
of the rapture purpose of God, his redemptive purpose, the last chapter amongst the Gentile people. And you're in the center of it. Brother Darren, we just want to say we appreciate you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thanks for having me, Brother Tim. God bless you. Well, there we have it. Brother Darren Hoffman, who has indeed been at the center of a very important work that's and becoming more important as it goes around the world, Brother Jean. And, uh, you know, when I think about these different brothers in their different capacities, whether it be translators, whom God is using to translate, uh, Put the message in a language to clothe the bride of that particular nationality, whether it be men with capabilities and inspiration, like our brother Darren, how that he has been used of God to put those labors into work to reach the people around the world. Uh, we're surrounded by real godly men that are serving a godly purpose. Yes, indeed. I've been privileged to work a little bit with Brother Darren the past uh, probably three years now. And uh, I, I tell him this, he's my hero. It's just such a privilege to to work with him and to see all that indeed he's, uh, he's accomplished and, and done for the bride of Jesus Christ. And as you were saying, Brother Tim, many people, they'll go on the website, you know, download a message book, enjoy and reading, yet they don't know anything about the, as we heard, the little great one mm-hmm. that was behind the scene and, and laboring for the kingdom of God. And my prayer has always been that God will remember. It's it's interesting. I'm just going to share this because sometimes when I pray about pray for Brother Darren, um, I don't I, I don't never want to come across as a salesman to the Lord and say this is what He has done, Lord. This is what He has done, and I always feel like, <laughs> but He knows. God knows what He has done. Right. And I, I believe that there's a great reward for Brother Darren, um, if not on this side, certainly on the other side. Well, appreciate you, Brother Darren. Thank you so much for being with us here today. Well, there we have it. That's the Message Hub, and we're so glad we have seven new languages on the Message Hub, and we're glad that you, the listener, were with us today and able to hear about it yourself. So pray for the work that is done behind the scenes on the Message Hub, all of the brothers and sisters that are working on that, and the translators and all the different efforts that are going on in many different places. Thank you for being with us today. This has been the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Until next time, alone. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. Must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at 
bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast.